In this episode, we take a look at Archangel Uriel, the angel of intellect, Archangel Zadkiel, the archangel of memory, and Archangel Ariel, the angel of nature. Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is the Intuitive Intuitive Girls Guide. Hey Jay, we have an episode today about the last three archangels that we have to cover. I know, people love these. I know, me too. I feel like it's a little sad that we're going to wrap them up, but... I agree. I have to just say the thing right here at the beginning of the episode that Mm -hmm. I sound terrible. Oh, well, I mean... I mean, I sound better. I have a little bit of a cold. We pushed this recording back as far as we could in the week for my voice to recover. Time to heal. I'm so sorry. I know it's a little nasally. It's a, it's really giving me Fran Drescher, the nanny vibes. <laughs> that is so exaggerated. It's not that. But I'm trying. It's great. We'll do some editing out if I cough, but mm-hmm. we're going to get through this. But we could not not do this episode. Do you know why? Why? This is our 100th episode. I know, exactly. Oh my goodness. Exactly. It's, it's incredible. so crazy. Yeah. And I th- it's so fitting that we're wrapping up the Archangels with this too. Yes, exactly. People love these ones. So I'm here. My voice is kind of working. No, we're here. It's a Fran Drescher and Jamie are hosting <laughs> podcast today. No hate to Fran Drescher. I love no. her. But let's talk about these Archangels because although they're the last three, mm-hmm. this is not because they're not awesome. No, no, no. I mean, they're all awesome. Yeah, but I think... Especially two of these archangels, Uriel and Zadkiel. Yep. I think a lot of people don't know them, and they should. I was just going to say, I think these are the lesser known, but they're also really cool. Yeah, and Ariel, mm-hmm. not the Disney no, mermaid not princess. not the mermaid. Love her, but not her. Right. She is the archangel of nature and so prevalent everywhere. I just don't think you know her by the name Ariel. Exactly. So I think this will be fun. Yeah, same. Okay, so let's jump in. I want to start with Uriel. Okay. So Uriel is the archangel of intellect. Yes. So anything that you're like learning or using that like logical side of your Mm -hmm. brain, you want Uriel there. Yep. Okay. His energy is very masculine to me, but very quiet masculine. Same. Not like a bro masculine. No, 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 no. Like a solid, firm energy. Now, shocker to you, (laughs) I picture him as a character from a TV show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's hear it. Okay, so did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes. Okay, Giles. Oh, yes. Okay, Okay. that is who I picture for Uriel. That's almost like a quiet, studious librarian. I was going to say librarian. But like also kind of hunky. Yeah. Like with a British accent. (laughs) Right? Yes. That's the vibe. Like, right. I feel like Giles was like a badass on his own. Mm-hmm. And most of his badassery was due to the information and knowledge that he had. Absolutely. I think he gives me real Uriel vibes. Yeah. Knowledge is power. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Uriel is also represented by a pale yellow light, mm-hmm. sort of like a candle. Yep. And a lantern. Right. Sometimes people will tell me they dream of a lantern or a candle. 
and I'll say like, oh, what, what did you have going on the next day? And they'll be like, oh, I had a huge test. And like, oh, see, that's cool. It's very cool. If you know things like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And sometimes people will just like love that vibe all of a sudden. They want like that lantern decor. Right. The like flickery candle style lantern. Yes. And I'm always like, okay, we get to learn. Learning. And, right. Yeah. So I think that's neat. Yeah. I feel this is going to sound really creepy, but I this doesn't feel creepy to me in the way that Uriel's energy feels. Okay. It's almost like someone's whispering right behind you. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like oh my god, I don't no. know if that's creepy, <laughs> but it's it's very subtle. Yes. Uriel isn't looking for the shout out or no, the fanfare. Yelling and screaming to get your attention. Not at all. No. Very subtle. Yep. Um, I always feel him sort of behind my head and like down my spine. Same. That's sort of like, like literally I've got your back. Yeah. To me, it feels like pushing you towards whatever you're looking to learn about, like a push from behind. Absolutely. Not a shove. He's not being rude. No, but... he wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a shover. Right. More of like a pat on the back or like a steer. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So religion shows him up a lot as the archangel of confirmation. Oh. Okay. So you'll see Uriel stuff in most Christian religions connected to confirmation. Interesting. I tried to figure out why. Like, why Mm -hmm. would they pick Uriel for this job? I mean, do you know why? I have a theory. I don't know. What is it? My theory is just like, confirmation in most religions is sort of like speaking and saying like, I understand what this is about and I, I, I'm confirming that I want to be a part of it. Yeah. I mean, in the Roman Catholic church, confirmation is like finishing. Mm-hmm. You get confirmed after you finish, you know, decades. <laughs> I speak from experience, <laughs> decades of CCD and doing the other sacraments and all that stuff. And confirmation is like, is like the, basically the graduation of that. So that, so makes that would make sense. sense. Yeah. And like the Protestant Methodist church mm-hmm. doesn't really have a huge connection to mm-hmm. like Sunday school. Right. Um, but it is basically like kind of being accepted as a member of the church community. Exactly. So I do think it's kind of like a graduation in a sense in yeah. both. And that's probably why they picked our boy Uriel. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, very little makes sense to me as to how universally all different religions kind of acknowledge these archangels. Right. Like, that's amazing to me. Exactly. It speaks something to divinity in, like, whatever way you see that. There is clearly something there. Yeah, it's not just a coincidence. Exactly right. Exactly right. Another thing that I saw that I hasn't, I haven't personally experienced, which is surprising as a throat chakra person, clearly, <laughs> as you can hear me, the way I sound right now, yes, is that a lot of people say when Uriel's around their throat chakra buzzes. Oh, really? Yeah. So I thought about this too. Hmm. And I'm thinking like, we think a lot about the throat chakra as like the, um, you know, having trouble speaking or like speaking your truth, but it's mm-hmm. also the center right above like the heart center, which mm-hmm. is really like the middle between your lower chakras and your upper chakras. Mm -hmm. So I would kind of imagine if like you're getting all this stuff from your subconscious and bringing it up into your conscious mind Mm -hmm. that you would feel a lot going on in your throat chakra. Absolutely. And the throat chakra also is, it is about communicating, Mm -hmm. but it's also about sort of bringing to life or bringing forth all the stuff that you're creating in your sacral, like all mm-hmm. the creation of mm. of the work that happens, like you said, in your lower chakras and your sacral, 
you usually oftentimes communicate those right through your throat right so your sacral and your throat are really connected mm. um so that certainly sense. that that would make sense yeah i like stuff like that because it's not obvious right it's not like everyone would just be like oh the angel of learning throat chakra <laughs> right no well i think i mean if you're learning well it should be an act of creativity yes right like you're thinking you're using your imagination you're connecting dots you're being analytical but also like yeah. you're using all different parts of your brain and so for me that's creative work that was deep i liked that right? yeah no you're right and that's like how that's to me is the creativity is in the sacral in the throat Absolutely. So that makes sense then yeah. that this angel would sort of spark mm -hmm. a buzzing. It's not a discomfort or like a block. It's just like that area becomes very active with energy. Yeah, I was going to say maybe like an activation or yeah. just like a use. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you would want to call on Uriel anytime you were doing any sort of thinking, mm -hmm. learning, obviously, studying, studying communication like especially when you're tactfully communicating mm. okay mm -hmm. so we we think a lot of like get um, gabriel for communication true but if you are like i need to really logically get my point across okay uriel is the one you want to pull in and gabriel is how you make yourself heard yeah gabriel would be more like this is going to hit this person the way i intend it to right with like how it would feel Whereas I feel like Uriel's like in this conversation, mm -hmm. I need to separate myself a little bit from the emotion and come from a very logical place. Mm -hmm. I call on Uriel a lot because in case you didn't catch it, I'm a very emotional person. <laughs> You're an excellent communicator. I, 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 that's a, I'm very skilled in that area. Yes. But for me, if I need some support, it's not necessarily in the emotional intelligence area. Right. It would be more in like, I'm not usually making real logical based pleas. There's logic in them, obviously, yes. but my appeal and connection to people would be much more emotional. Right. So I think a lot of empaths are that way because mm -hmm. that's how we take in energy, right? Right. So when you're communicating with someone who's speaking to you really from that only logical side, you know, those people. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're hard to connect <laughs> with, I think. Yes. That's definitely when I would call Uriel in. Yes. Okay. If I'm teaching a class or speaking, mm -hmm. I'm going to call Uriel in for the people taking in the information. Oh, so not for yourself. Mm -hmm. Love that. Okay. I call Uriel in mm. before every podcast episode. Nice. I call him in and also Zadkiel, which we'll get to, both of them when I'm researching. Okay. They are both very subtle. But there's definitely that almost Shamuel-esque feel where yes. they like lead you to the right resources right. and the right pieces of information. If I'm ever reading something and I'm like, what? Right. Huh? I can't understand <laughs> what this means. I would certainly call in Uriel for that as well. Gotcha. Love Anytime that. you are teaching something to people or presenting something, asking Uriel to be present with the people receiving it as well as you is mm -hmm. a really great idea. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to like force people into the energy, but anyone open no. right. with the intention to learn is going to have like a benefit from Uriel being there. Yeah. And he can help create like a better learning environment. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, if you need to find a book or a teacher or just resources mm. for something you're putting together that has to do with you know learning in any mm -hmm. way uriel is a great leader to that yep yeah i love uriel yeah i love that definitely see like a pale yellow a lot 
with Uriel mm-hmm. to me more than I see like a lantern image. Mm-hmm. But I think if you see a lantern, if you see anything and you feel that sort of like, it's it's very subtle, but like, I'm here. I got you. Right. Like, it's like the fallback. Yeah. And to me, a lantern is like illuminating something, which right. is what you're doing when you're learning something. You're like illuminating the information. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Something that I think is interesting with Uriel at is that when I have Uriel's energy around me, I feel very connected to this idea that a lot of times when you think you're learning something, you kind of feel like you're also just remembering something you already know. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds a little trippy, but yeah. especially like like concepts about how the universe works right. or, you know, things like this. When I'm When I'm like having that moment of like, this feels like something in my body somewhere I know is right. You already right. knew it, right. Yeah, that, I feel like a real strong Uriel connection yeah, then. that's a good point. Mm, I think yeah. it's interesting. Mm. So I think call on Uriel anytime you need to do anything in the realm of intellect. Mm-hmm. Anytime you need to use your logical brain. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're learning anything or teaching anything. Right. Teachers have a lot of Uriel energy around them very often oh yeah that makes sense i have parent teacher conferences this week (laughs) you know i check to see if this person is connected to uriel this teacher that's a good point i mean even if they have never heard they might not know it they probably probably don't know it i'm not like asking like so do you call uriel in before all your classes (laughs) like i'm not that person (laughs) but i'm gonna notice if you have like uriel energy energy around you right yeah yeah that's good to know I think a lot of people feel Uriel and know that there is something there. Like, have you ever been studying for something or reading something and you get into that weird zone, that zone where yep. you just like power through yes. and like time gets slippery? Yes. That's some Uriel energy. Oh, to me. I like that. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Cause that's definitely happened to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Zadkiel. Okay. Um, you, so I should say that I call Uriel Yuri. You know, Obviously. I have a nickname. I call him that too. Okay. Yeah. Zadkiel. I, I was like, I almost was like, <laughs> I'm not going to tell them what I call Zadkiel. I'm not doing it. You don't call him Zaddy. Do I you? do. Oh my God. <laughs> this was before the whole like Zaddy, Zaddy thing was yeah. a thing. I would always <laughs> call him that like Zad or Zaddy. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, he does kind of have Zaddy energy. Right. <laughs> I was like, don't say it on the podcast, but no, if you I have think, to say it, it's going to slip out of my mouth. Cause that's that I'm not calling the archangels by their fancy names ever. No, I mean, they're sort of a mouthful really. I mean, Zad. I like Zad though. Zad or Zaddy yeah. is fun. Yeah. I'm not saying Zaddy. I'm, I'm going to force you. And you're going to be like, actually <laughs> that feels really right. No. <laughs> okay. Well, Zad Kiel, Zad, mm-hmm. Zaddy is the archangel of memory. Yes. Very interesting archangel. And I have to say right here, I have a theory that Zadkiel messes with your memory of him. Oh, really? Because of all the archangels, there are the least amount of accounts of people connecting to Zadkiel. Yeah, I don't have much impression of him at all. No, but when I describe him, Mm -hmm. you're going to start to be like, oh, oh yeah, Mm. oh. So I think maybe just for fun, he messes with memory. Was he put like a like a cloak on your? You know what I mean? Like he sort of maybe disrupt your. I don't know. Hmm. Or maybe there's something where, in order to be able to like 
like remember something like mm-hmm. his role has to be removed or something interesting i don't know i'm terrible at remembering things so oh so we need we need zaddy more in your life uh, zad yes <laughs> zad okay so very hard to nail down energy even for someone like me who visuals with archangels are very mm-hmm. easy right but i will say the most androgynous looking archangel to me okay I was trying to think of a character or something of like, who does Zadkiel look like? How does Zadkiel appear? And the best I can do hmm. is, you know, those like really old paintings of kings that were like very androgynous looking and had heels on and like oh. robes. <laughs> yes. That is what Zadkiel looks like to me. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. See why Zaddy is a little appropriate. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so fancy robes. Um, Interesting. Anytime I see stuff that's like Joseph in the amazing technical color dream coat, I'm like, is that actually Zadkiel? Oh, so like the, the flamboyance too? Yes, but like not not in a very like feminine or masculine way. Right. Not in a very like you would pay attention to the person in the robes. Mm. It's almost like they disappear and you're really distracted by all the other things around. Well, because I was going to say, like, the image of sort of, like, swooshing rainbow colors, like that Technicolor Dreamcoat imagery does track for what a memory might be if you were going to have to, like, create, like, a drawing of a memory. You know what I mean? Like That's a really good point. You know what I mean? Yes. So the other thing I will say is that although... Zadkiel's energy, the way I'm describing him is like very flamboyant. Mm-hmm. It's actually like incredibly peaceful energy, mm-hmm. like a peace of mind energy. Right. So it's almost like at odds with each other a little bit. It's like, why wouldn't you remember someone in a Technicolor dream coat that's androgynous, like a king wearing heels? Like, why wouldn't you remember that? I feel like you should, but for some reason it fades away. Yeah, but now that you're talking about it, it sort of feels like the memories are kind of like swooshing and swooping around. Yeah. I and get so that. like he might get lost in all of that. Like yeah. it's more about the memory. Yeah. I, I think he must do something yeah. to put himself kind of at the back. Back. Right. And then you sort of hear about it and you start to be like, wait, yeah. That sounds familiar mm-hmm. to me. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's how I see Okay. Sad. Sad. Okay. Anytime that you're working through healing anything, I would call on Zadkiel because if you're doing work on like vows or these old stories you created or trauma from your past, Mm -hmm. you are dealing with memories. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we know that I think I've talked about this before. Energetically, when you're picking up someone has trauma, right? It doesn't read as 20 years ago. Correct. You have talked about that. If it's still actively affecting you, it reads as right now. Current. Right. Right. Also energetically time, is not linear linear right so it's a big old circle right but i've always been struck by that so right just the the oddness of that i remember early on doing work with people and thinking like whatever it was had like happened yesterday right but it could have been 20 years right right now something that you've healed that's like very minorly affecting you will appear a little bit different but it's still not going to appear in a timeline like it's a memory it's going to appear sort of in the way it's affecting you 
Gotcha. Okay, so it's like you're like the center, you're the sun, and the memories are like the planets rotating around you just at like different spots. Right, and these are like your current events. Exactly. So if you're working on healing stuff like that, like stories you wrote or, you know, viewpoints you have or old conditioning or trauma, mm-hmm. you need to have Zadkiel with you to okay. help you handle the memories. Hmm. To help you accurately remember. Okay. And sort of the flip side of that is, you know, that when there's trauma or even when there's just like a lot of big stuff, your brain protects you Mm -hmm. by making you forget. Oh, I know. There's so many people who are like, (laughs) I don't remember a lot of my childhood. I don't. Yeah. That is Zadkiel. And I didn't even have like a horrific childhood. Like it doesn't have to be like this grotesque event. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's Zadkiel. That's your brain. I'm not trying to say like, it's not your brain doing what it does to protect you. Right. But the energy of that, when you start to feel that like missing, it's like a a heavy fog is what it feels like physically to me. Yep. Calling in Zadkiel and like starting to peel it back. Mm -hmm. That, that energy of like it starting to lift is Zadkiel. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Very powerful to have Zadkiel with you when you're doing any kind of that work kind of from work. your past. Right. Yep. Past life memories with Raziel. So if you remember in the episode mm-hmm. we talked about Raz, yep. yep. Raziel, uh, he does past life. Right. But if you bring in Zadkiel as well, remembering you're going to have lives. like flashes of memories mm-hmm. of your past life. Right. Very cool thing to do. Yeah. Also, I should say that's the clairvoyant way of saying it. You could also hear things. You could also feel things. Download. Exactly. Right. I'm trying to be better. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> all inclusive <laughs> to your clairs. <laughs> uh, if you are testing, like studying for a test, mm-hmm. you oh. want Uriel and Oh, Zedkiel that's a great point. Because you got to remember. What you studied. If you're memorizing anything... Mm-hmm. You want Zadkiel there. It's not just in the reverse of your old memories. It's the when I'm trying to remember and hold on to stuff, hmm. I want Zadkiel with me. I like that. I very often, to to remember certain things, use like, you're going to be shocked at this, like visual cues. <laughs> oh, yes. Really shocked. <laughs> yeah. Clairvoyant people. That's what we do, right? right? Some people use audible cues and words. So to have like a visual and an energy like Zadkiel around to help with that, mm. I, I'll notice that like if I'm taking a test or something, if I ask Zadkiel for help, he'll pop the visual cue that I created to me. Oh, right. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah that's so again, cool. very subtle. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's like whispering the answer. No, but that's Circle cool. D, right. Heather. It's not that, <laughs> but it's like, here, let me help spark your memory for you. Right. Okay. That's helpful. Um, have you ever been trying really hard to remember someone's name while you were talking to them? God. I'm terrible at this. (laughs) I'm so focused on like being polite and being kind and receptive and warm Uh that I completely miss the introduction when I'm literally paying attention to you. It's not that I don't care, but I'm so focused on other stuff that I'm like, what is this person's name? Well, because the name is like the least interesting, like their energy, the the cues they're giving you and what they're saying, like how they're presenting, how I'm presenting. Yes. What's this energetic interaction? And then you're like, oh shit. You're like, oh, who are you? Yeah. Or do you know what I do? (laughs) I think of what I think their name, like they look like, like a Melissa, but their name is like, Anne. I'll never play that game. It's a terrible game. I will never call you anything ever. Is your name Melissa or Anne? No, don't I don't remember because I think you look like a Melissa. I've renamed you. (laughs) 
It makes no clearly sense. Clearly you like giving names to people. I clearly do. <laughs> at least if it's a nickname that's like your name, we're good. Oh, I'm terrible at this. Yeah. I tend to give people nicknames though that like that I know in real life, not just angels that are like longer than their names. Yes. Well, because you're coding them. Yeah. You're coding them to remember them. That's right. So anyways, if you're in that moment where you're like, what the bejesus is yeah. this person's name that I'm talking to right now? And you're mm-hmm. like, you, or how do I know this person? That happened to me the other day, Jamie. And they were, they live oh, in the no. neighborhood and there's someone I don't see that often. And they were talking to me and I was, I was just like, please come to me. Oh please. no. And I figured it out at the very end. And I felt oh, like it was God. so obvious because it was like a light bulb. It went probably off. wasn't though. But you want to call in Zad Keel for that. Maybe I'll call him in like right as I'm about to meet someone to be like, yes. store this name. Yes. Right. Just be like, Zaddy, help me remember. Not Zaddy. I'm going to say it as many times as I can because I can tell that it makes you uncomfortable. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. If you're trying to figure out where you left something and you're calling in our boy, Samuel, you could also call in to remember to help you remember where it was. You know what I say to my family? It's such a mom thing to say, and they literally get mad at me and tell me to stop <laughs> saying it. But my husband also. I say, where was the last time you remember having it? Right. And they're like, if I knew that, right. it wouldn't be lost. I'm like, no, I'm trying to get you to like backtrack. Yeah. That's, that's Zad's work, right? It's like Absolutely. getting you to remember, oh, I last had my keys mm-hmm. at the kitchen counter. Okay, I'm going to say something that's going to help you because you're in the right here with your kids. In neuro-linguistic programming, they tell you that asking a question closely related to the answer of the question you need Mm -hmm. is what sparks the actual truth in people's brains. Exactly. So saying, where was the last place you remember having it, although it can feel annoying. Right. Having to think of it in the form of answering, not just knowing. You're pulling it up. Yes. Right. You're pulling it up from your brain. Exactly. And then it's going to bring up more stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. So yes, that's that's very Zadkiel of you to ask that question. (laughs) Okay, good. I'll stick with it. (laughs) Uh, People with memory issues like Mm -hmm. dementia, Alzheimer's, um, maybe just your hormonal. I was going to say like... Like brain fog. Menopause. Perimenopause. Um, if you're currently taking a large dose of mucinex. <laughs> Might be. You. Yeah. <laughs> and right. you just feel like, I can't remember what I'm supposed to be yes. doing. Where am I? Right. I'm very affected by medication. Same. Yeah. So that's me. But anyways, those would be great people to call in. Like, obviously someone for dementia, you're not going to be like, why don't you call well, in you're Zach? Not he- right. Exactly. And that's not something that you're going to heal. No. But, but you can get assistance and support with that. Absolutely. How to help that person, right. asking that energy to be around that person, especially if it's something you can catch early, asking right. for Zad Keel's help and guidance in finding the right resources mm-hmm. and helping them down the right path. Very, very important. Love that. Yeah. And then lastly, releasing the power old memories have over you. Oh, that's a good one. That's a real strong Zad Keel zone. That's a problem a lot of us have. Yeah. I mean, we know, we've talked about this, that human memories are kind of bullshit or junk we don't work very well we're not great historians we don't remember things well we're terrible witnesses our brains are not really designed to do that no we don't yeah no yeah so a lot of times we remember something wrong or only in or only parts of it or only in, in like the wrong order or like in the wrong like viewpoint 
Yeah. Like, like for what I'm thinking of is like somebody did something to you and you think it was just because they were so mad and they hated you or something. Mm. But in reality, it was because they were suffering from something completely different that you didn't know. Right. Or their intention was, do you know what I'm trying to say? And like the story gets written as this real personal attack. Right. I mean, even with traumatic events, like my father dying, like you would think, oh my God, it's the worst moment of your life. You'll, you'd remember every moment, every nanosecond would be like burned into your brain forever. Right. I've literally had to piece it together with people that were there Mm -hmm. because my brain was like, nope checked out we're not doing this like yeah we're just and you're just gonna remember some like highlights (laughs) so we'll remember some low lights right right? like you know you have some like spots of memory Mm -hmm. but that the brain doesn't the brain isn't a good historian at like remembering events and remembering details accurately absolutely absolutely i mean it's either protecting you from Mm -hmm. it completely or it's remembering things that you're like why is that the core memory like why when this certain cartoon comes on do i feel yes. all this trauma from you know abuse that i experienced right and the reality is that once you dig into it you find out that after the trauma you sat and watched that cartoon right and you kind of like were back in your body again yeah and so it got connected right so there anytime you're working in doing this stuff mm-hmm. you and i do this work all the time right call zad killen honestly he's probably already there right not really an angel you need to call yeah I mean, fun to call. Zaddy. <laughs> I made her do it. But certainly one that I think we don't, we don't think to call. No, I never think that. And is that. such an assist. Yeah, that is a great assist. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. Okay. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about Archangel Ariel, mm-hmm. who I really enjoy. Okay. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki. So I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know what goes great with podcast listening? A great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop. Yep. Beans roasted in-house. Amazing baristas. You know where I'm talking about. Restoration coffee. Can we go? Yes. I need an Americano and maybe a panini too. Ooh. I need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl. Yeah. Check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right, Heather, you already mentioned it earlier, but this week we are obsessed with the fact that this is our 100th episode. I'm so proud of us. 
It's incredible. <laughs> I know we're always like tooting, tooting our own horn here, mm-hmm. but I don't care. I don't care either. I mean, I mean, really, I want us to toot our own horn. Like, why not? We should all be tooting our own horn. Toot, toot, baby. But <laughs> I also just want to say that it's we're only two hundred episodes, and you're going to say how many listens and all that. I, I right. know, but we're only there because people are listening, listening. and <laughs> right. enjoying it and sending us feedback and telling us what they want to hear. So right. it's really the listeners that are the reason. It's a we're celebration here. of all of us because we're all in this together. It feels like that to me. Right. I mean, my most favorite thing is when people say that they feel like they know us. Yes. I love that. Right. Because that's, that's what we're trying for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) So like I said, a hundred episodes. Yep. Our first episode aired on July 14th, 2020. Yeah. Like the the height (laughs) of the pandemic. We were like, let's start a podcast. You know, it's funny that I have a, a real core memory of around this time when COVID first started. It was it was March, right? When yeah. like stuff got shut oh, yeah. down. Yeah, I remember having a conversation with you, and you had told me that your husband, shout yeah. out Billy, hey Billy, was like, "This gonna be through the summer." This you, I don't know what you guys <laughs> think with the two weeks. It's not gonna be two weeks. And I remember <laughs> saying to you, like, "He's crazy." I know. Yeah. Oh, he was he right. Was right. <laughs> so we still had nowhere to go. And I was so resistant and mad at him. I was like, this cannot go through the summer. The kids right. got to get back to school. They can't right. miss right. the end of the year stuff. And the summer is supposed to be fun. And he, meanwhile, <sighs> years later, he's still freaking right. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Whatever, Billy. But I just remember when we were making it, it was yeah. a time where you couldn't do anything. But it, it, I mean, that was sort of one of the the, the bright sides, if, if there yeah. can be, of COVID, sure. right? It's like the silver lining. Something that we had talked about for months and months. We kept talking uh-huh. about and talking about it. And yeah. this sort of like slowed everything down enough to make us do it. Exactly. So we, we didn't did have it. anything else to be doing. Exactly. And we were in each other's bubble. Exactly. So we could. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, our first episode was um, Past Lives. <laughs> yeah. And then since then, we've had... 114,000 listens. Insane. 114,000. Listen. 114,000 times people listen to you and I talk. I know. I'm Thanks, really guys. sorry. It's <laughs> the hundredth episode. I sound like this, but we're so appreciative. <laughs> no, it's incredible. Yeah, it really is. It's, yeah. it's one of those things where, I mean, we are at the time of recording. Mm-hmm. We're just a couple weeks away from flying to Phoenix to yes. go speak. Speak. And that, it's somebody who connected with us through the podcast. Yeah. I mean, how lucky are we? Exactly. We get to connect to all these people from all these countries. I mean, you know me. I'm always talking about listeners in yeah. Germany and Canada I and know. Australia. It's like on Instagram where someone says, it's like, oh, New Zealand here. And I'm like, what? I know. I love it. Yeah. So we get to connect with so many people. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for listening. Thank you so much. Keep sending us what you want for episodes. Mm-hmm. We have like a Google Jamboard, we yeah. have, we put all the suggestions on Yeah, there. even if you just comment it on Instagram or yes. something, we put it on the Jamboard. Yeah, I love I We want to know what you guys want to hear. Yeah. And we want to keep doing this. Yes. And Jay, mm. so a, like toot your horn moment for us. Yeah. We've done all this ourselves. True. There's only us two. Exactly. You drive 45 minutes every week. To record. To come to my house to record. Right. We do the editing, we do the research, we do the, we're the talent. We do the social media, we do the graphics. Exactly. That's you. (laughs) I mean, if someone wants to come on board, 
please let us know. We'll, we'll hand some of it away. Right. Yeah. But this is a, a two woman gig. We're crushing it. Yep. Yeah. I think it's really appropriate that you wore your Tupac shirt today too. <laughs> Every day's a good day for my <laughs> Tupac shirt. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Okay, Jay, let's talk about Archangel Ariel. Our final Archangel. I can't believe it's taken us to the last episode to do her. That's a good point. That's a good point. I feel like it's almost like connected to her kind of energy. Like, oh, right. I, you'll clo- I'll close the show. Right. And I think that a lot of people are going to hear about her and love her. Yes. Exactly. Or they already love her. Uh, that's what I was going to say. But now they're going to have a name. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So Ariel's the Archangel of Nature. Mm-hmm. Very feminine energy. Yep. A lot of people mistake what they think is Faye for yes, Ariel. Right. Uh, Mother Nature, Mother imagery, Earth. Mother yep. Earth, all Gaia. Ariel, all Ariel. Mm-hmm. Yes. To me, she always appears like a small Spitfire energy, like very Tinkerbell to me. Oh, right. Okay. Like maybe like much more warm. Yep. But that sort of like. I'll cut a bitch energy. Well, because that's how Mother Nature has to be. Mother Nature is pretty how, fucking fierce. That's how feminine energy is. Yes. It will cut you, but it will also hold you. Right. And love you. You know who it reminds me of? Who? I know last week I went on a little bit of a Disney rant. <laughs> Can't wait. But I, Ariel reminds me of Tafiti. Oh. From Moana. Yes. Same, same... Like when she's curled up as the as the island, but yes. then she has to she has to get mad. Yes, exactly. And then, then she heals everything, right? It, it, perfect. And actually, one of the things I was going to say is that in so much pagan culture, mm. whatever the goddess of spring or the earth or whatever, Maiden. yeah, that is Ariel. Yes, same thing. Right. So what you're describing, Ariel, just yep. a different culture how they name her and see her. Right. So I just want to make it clear that it isn't that the other cultures are like using the wrong name or we're just all connecting to the same energy and interpreting it in our own different way. Right. We're all tapped into the same thing. We just call it different things. Ariel doesn't care if you call her Ariel. No, no, none of them do. No. That's a good point. None of them care about that. Exactly. Right. Okay. So she's also very um, connected to the color pink. Yes. I don't know why pink. I don't know. I mean, it is, if you think of like earth and flowers and yeah. stuff, I guess, but. You would think green. You would think green. Or but, blue. But you also wouldn't think about green when you hear about like a heart chakra. That's true. And it's green. That's true. I think the colors know more about their own reasoning exactly. than we do. <laughs> right. But certainly the color pink and then rainbows is a big thing. Yeah. Rainbows are big. Yeah. So if you see rainbows somewhere or if you're like me and you love those prisms that you I put in the window, them. my grandmother had one. And all of a sudden, at the right time of day, there's rainbows everywhere. Yeah. Like prisms are reflecting across the whole room. Exactly. Yeah. That is peak aerial energy that's the energy of it you can feel it's like a warmness it's like a cool like an awe of but you're all also those. like sort of enveloped yeah yeah i like that that's very aerial to me mm-hmm. she's very connected to anyone who has like a healing purpose and or a, a connection to nature like i think of greta Gre- yes anyone who wants to save the earth 
Like your son. Like my son, Gavin, yeah. who's born knowing that. Putting rocks, rocks in his in pockets. pockets. <laughs> like that is very Ariel right. energy. You're going to see a lot of Ariel energy around somebody like that. Yes. And again, remember, Ariel energy is true feminine energy. Like you kind of said before, mm. it's it's warm and cozy and sweet, but it's also, we'll cut a bitch, and it's ice, and it's weather fire. disasters, and it's fire, and right. it's cold and it's it's all of those things well because the earth has to be seasonal right like that's how the earth stays alive and growing and Mm -hmm. that's how like weather cycles help the planet exactly exist yes like we need those cycles exactly exactly all right anything to do with animals or people who are very connected to animals Mm. that's ariel yep all the earth's creatures ariel's domains yeah right exactly well and then when you think about like Comfort animals. Yeah, service animals. Service animals. Pipples and paroles, like you're healing with an animal. Yes. You can't get more aerial than that. Exactly. Especially if you're doing it outside. True, true. <laughs> so anything like that, even just like adopting an animal or like fostering a dog or like mm. something like that is very connected to aerial. Right. Yeah. Calling in resources for yourself. Yes. So if you're trying to manifest something physical... Okay. The resources that you need to get it, I would absolutely call in Ariel for that. See, I've never thought of that. Yeah. I mean, think of building a, a, a fort in the woods mm. or a shelter in the woods that you're gathering the resources from the earth, what it has to create something that you need. Right. So calling in Ariel, you're going to like, not necessarily going to get like a pile of wood but, delivered. I mean, I would like that. But you'll but, You'll find. You'll find the resources you need. They'll like present themselves to you. So you're saying everyone on the show alone should call in Ariel. I love that show. (laughs) Yes, they should. It's so funny because someone who would never go on that show. Right. Who I would die in two seconds. I would. Right. I would like be like, I'm out. I saw the scenery. I did a little walk. I got to pee. Right. I don't do that in nature. Yeah. I need plumbing. Yeah. (laughs) I love that show. Right. And there's a lot of that very Ariel energy, energy. that like survival in that, like, all, and what the earth has to provide. Using the earth, right. Very Ariel. Mm-hmm. Kids feeling drawn to fairies when mm-hmm. they're really young. Yes. A lot of times it's actually Ariel. Yeah. yeah. That makes so sense. if they're drawing like a beautiful winged creature with flowers in her hair, yep. it's probably actually Ariel. Yeah, and like, uh, you know, we've talked about it in our Faye episode. You can go back and listen to it if you haven't. But there's a a whole, like, subculture on TikTok about Faye and fairies and people that are obsessed. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a little dangerous. Again, it's very dangerous. Listen to the episode, but... Don't take their food. (laughs) Don't give them your full name. Don't say thank you. (laughs) Don't say thank you. No contracts. (laughs) But a lot of times... Yeah. That energy yeah. is Ariel. Yes. People mistake Ariel energy for Faye all the time. Because people don't know about Ariel. Exactly. So they just assume it's Faye. If it's super powerful energy, right. it's Ariel. And you always say that Faye are like mischievous. Exactly. Exactly. Ariel's not mischievous. She's very carefree. Yeah. Very powerful, but you're not going to get, she's not going to mess she's not with you. tricks on you. She's not going to like make a branch fall on your head. That was, no. that was a Faye. Faye did that. Exactly. She's not going to steal stuff from your garden or kill all your crops. That was Faye. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. She is, again, I know we've kind of talked about this, but I just want to mention it again. A lot of the spring maiden goddesses that you see represented in different cultures, mm. like Persephone or whoever, yes. 
is actually a form or a representation of Ariel. Of that energy, right? Exactly. exactly. It's like everyone's tapping into that energy. Exactly. Right. So someone using a different um, name or calling it a goddess is not wrong. No. It's just how their culture has interpreted that energy. Exactly. The angels do not care if you call them angel or goddess or friend or no. whatever weird nickname I give them. Or if you think of the wrong color or there's no Call wrong the wrong color, one. Right. No, they're not looking to punish you. They don't no. need you to build a shrine and like worship them every week. That's very patriarchal. That's very patriarchal. Right, they don't that care. you have to worship something to get its help. No. The angels are just... They're there. already helping That's you. That's their job. You're just increasing your ability to receive it and be a little more powerful with that energy. Otherwise, it's already still there helping you. Right. Because if you, if the awareness of them yes. allows you to be grateful for it and allows you to like better ask and better receive. Exactly. Okay. And then lastly, if you want to bring balance back to land somewhere, yep. she is the angel to call for this. Yes. So oftentimes living in Massachusetts, which mm-hmm. this is really true for anywhere in the United States. Because we're all... I mean... Anywhere, a really. lot of places yeah. in the world. Stolen land. <laughs> There's a lot of bad stuff a that's lot of happened on the land in this planet. Exactly. If you're somewhere like that, like an example I can think of is that, like, oftentimes around here, if you go for a walk on like land that belongs to the town or something, right? There's like the Native American name of it and stories of of Native Americans, you know, indigenous people of that land. There's stories of them there, yeah. and there's this sort of conflicting feeling about it where there's like the you're like tromping along the land as the white colonizer right. descendant, but like you're appreciating it, but it's preserved. It, it's a whole exactly. weird thing, right. right? Yeah. If you're intuitive, you can sort of pick up the different layers of what's happened Yeah. on the land where you are uh-huh. and it can feel like a mixed bag. Absolutely. So if you need to find some balance in that, or if you need to know, is this a place that's like cool for me to be? Yes. Like, you know, I love a good ghost a gra- tour. Yeah, like a graveyard. Walking through a cemetery. Is, right. this, is this okay? Yeah. This is sacred for some people. Yeah, like what's the intent? Like, yeah. is it okay that we're here on this tour? Exactly. Right. Ariel is great for like really feeling that energy or bringing balance or like you're going to know if, if she thinks you should be there or not. Right, exactly. So calling that in. If something bad has happened at on your land or like at a certain location, you could call an Ariel to help clear and balance the energy. That's a great point. Be a little mindful if it's like a natural disaster or a weather issue that caused yes. the, the problem. Right. Because that's also Ariel. She's, Not that she's punishing. She, no. We got to let go of the idea that like a hurricane or a tornado or something comes in because humans were People being need bad to be punished right that's, that's terrible no we're not no let's not do that please it's science hurricanes are science exactly and right. i'm not so ariel didn't send a hurricane right to punish you no no there's all kinds of other stuff but it was still the forces of nature that caused it exactly so asking to bring like balance to the elements in the area asking to bring in Mm-hmm. sunshine and like mm-hmm. good conditions for rescue workers stuff like that would yes. be how you would want to go about calling her in for healing from that yes that's a good point so just be mindful of yeah, that yeah no that's a good point yeah i think people are feeling ariel all the time they just don't know it yeah i think i think you actually see a lot of it in different healing modalities yeah that we use like and again you probably don't know it but if you use crystals if you use essential oils, yeah. if you work with plants and plant medicine, like you're exactly. drinking tea right now. I am. All the peppermint tea. Or if you're someone who just like 
feels like they have to get out and like yeah they have to go hiking yeah rock climbing skiing i just need to feel sunshine on my face for like a few anything minutes. like yes. that it's like you're connecting back to the land and that's ariel and it's not always like i mean granted i am the person who goes out and puts her hands on trees you do that on purpose yeah yes i am that girl yes okay but it isn't just that. It could just no. be like you're sick of being under fluorescent lights and you just have this call to go outside and, and take a walk for 10 minutes. Right. That's Ariel letting you know how to heal. That you need a break and that you need to ground yourself. Yeah, you're not you're not designed to sit inside all the time. Right. But you also don't have to be like an intuitive person. You could just be like, man, I really got to get out for a walk this weekend after work. I need to be outside. Right. I need, Or I want to go apple picking. Exactly. Yeah. That's all stuff that you're intuitively tapping into that energy Mm. of Ariel and like getting back to the earth. Yeah. Even if you're taking medicine made in a synthetic lab. True. You are actually connecting to Ariel in my opinion, because the motivation or the inspiration or to figure out what to create is based on like the old apothecaries and what was found in nature and how that worked. The origin of most medicines at least starts back. Yeah. There and like the apothecaries that were using plants. So really any healing work you're doing, you should be calling in Ariel for some extra help. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think she's a cool angel that people could be a little more aware of for their own benefit. Yeah. I mean, I think we are very connected to her, but I think just putting a face to the energy. Yeah. Or a name or whatever you call her. You know, I love the silly names. Yeah. But so call on her. And I just want to say like wrapping up these archangels... Once a week, just pick one to feel like a little connected to or have a list right. of what they all do. Like, what could I, who could I call to support me this week? And, and just see how they feel. Yeah. And then you get to know the names. The names yeah. are a little like quirky. Yeah. The more you work with them and practice and connect, the more you're going to be able to like very quickly call them in. Yeah. And if you call them the wrong name. They don't care. No big deal. No. Don't worry fine. about it. You probably just got the other angel too. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so try this out. Let us know what you think. Let us know. Hey, I tried out, you know, calling an Ariel and this was what happened to me. I mean, for me, if a bird flies up, you know, I love birds. Oh, yeah. If a bird is like on the deck for eating from the bird feeder, yep. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so connected to nature right now. This is magical. <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> Something happens in your 30s where you start to love really birds. love birds. They're true magic. You realize that? Yep. That's Ariel. Yeah, absolutely. She's saying hi. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So try that out and let us know what you think. Hey everyone, Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.